0: It's the Eastern Conference preview time, baby. We're gonna be looking at the Audi of the divisions, the Atlantic. We're gonna be looking at Toronto, which is, let's be honest, the worst of them all Philadelphia, Brooklyn, New York Knicks, and the Boston Celtics. That's five playoff or playing teams in one division, folks. Everybody be eating in the Atlantic. <laughs> let's get a move on, William, and drop that generic ass beat that should be Rihanna. Break, we're breaking down
1: all the biggest NBA storylines. You're tuned in to The Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick. The best podcast covering all the drama around the association.
0: All right, so we got to finish uh, our NBA season previews. I, I realize that a co- conference previews, they're kind of a lot. But we are going to give our first stop, I know it's a lot, in the Atlantic Division where most of the Eastern best teams are located. Let's start with. Are they, though? I don't actually know if that's true. I just know that it's, like, a pretty loaded division in general. There's no, like, besides Toronto, there's no bottom feeders here. Let's start with the Philadelphia 76ers that finished 54-28 and 28 last year, which is good for third place. Key additions. Pat Beverly. Is that really a key addition? I don't know. Kelly Oubre, Tsunami Poppy, and, of course, Nick Nurse. Key uh we'll call it subtractions key losses uh george nang he goes to cleveland i always think his name is georgie nyang because there's another georgie gorgie jang it's too it's too confusing and then uh doc rivers of course the players coach that nobody actually liked playing for and ever since he's left and now Nick Nurse is there. Everybody's starting to, like, spill the tea about how uh, ISO-heavy Doc Rivers style was. Like, oh, yeah, I'm Joel Embiid being like, oh, yeah, I never really wanted to uh, be an ISO player. I never really wanted to just be in the block. I like ball movement. Anyway, we move on. The Sixers begin the offseason by firing that guy, Doc Rivers. And shit has been a little haywire since then. I don't know if anyone has had a worse offseason in the NBA than the Sixers, probably the Toronto Raptors because they're getting sued by another team in their own division, the Knicks. Uh, Maybe the Miami Heat, who lost out on Dave. There's a few down-bad teams, let's be honest. Uh, But short of those, the Sixers are in rough shape at the start of the season. Once again, of course, it's about disgruntled former All-Star James Harden, who would rather sink his own damn career and play in China than ever be seen in a Sixers uniform again. Very stubborn man, James Harden, extremely stubborn man. Of course, this has been the story that's been looming the entire summer. He hijacked my entire offseason, wondering, is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? What's he going to say next? But the long story short is, he ain't coming home. He ain't coming home. Uh, there's, no, there's no way to cajole or finesse or tell him, hey, if you play eight games like you did for the Rockets, you're going to get traded soon. It'll happen. We promise. No. He knows he's dealing with Daryl Morey, and Daryl Morey going to do whatever he can to extract the greatest set of assets for him as he can. And that's just not going to be working for James.
2: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: James is not going to play for anyone else but the Clippers. And the Clippers... Apparently don't want to get rid of now new starting. I don't even know what position Terrence Mann plays for the Clippers because they don't fucking know. But anyway, he's in the starting lineup now. Finally, Terrence Mann. As I mentioned last week, uh, Terrence Mann apparently is the second coming of Michael Jordan as it relates to the L.A. Clippers, and he's holding up the entire trade. Uh, Lawrence Frank believes Terrence Mann is untouchable. Let's be real, though. The lackluster years for Terrence Mann – I think that the Clippers fault, honestly. They played him 23 minutes a game. They moved him in and out of the rotation. They you're you're here, you're there. Is he getting minutes? Is he not getting minutes? Where's he at in the playoffs? So, it's been a little like touch and go with Terrence Mann's development. He averaged 9 points last season, but remember he had this incredible game in the playoffs where he put up almost 40. It's just very weird. The whole thing is very weird. Back to the Sixers. Here's what they gain: Patrick Beverly, who's an absolute pest, great culture guy, gonna fit on this team, absolutely. Tsunami Poppy, who is reckless, plays with a level of I don't give a fuck that only a man beloved and lusted after by other men uh, that claim to be heterosexual could have, right? Like, when you know you can turn, I hate to say this, when you're a guy who knows that you can turn any anyone in your favor, despite their proclivities. I guess that's confidence right there. That's the type of confidence that Kelly Oubre plays with. I will shoot this ball whenever I want, despite whether I'm open or not. And that's the way it goes. So Kelly Oubre, he's an addition. He's going to be the three-point shooting that they lost from Nang, which I think he's probably a little better than George Nang. You have Nick Nurse with a new system from Toronto. He's going to implement this new system with this without a point guard. I think that's going to be Tyrese Maxey. That will be very interesting to see how it works. But the truth of the matter is that the Sixers are going to, like always, trust the process, uh, fail or succeed this season based on Joel Embiid's health. The team with a healthy Embiid is a problem, especially when you have P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey. Kelly Oubre, and yes even Pat Beverly and by the way if you haven't seen Joel Embiid at media day or during his press availability he looks fucking ripped this is the most in shape I think I've ever seen Joel Embiid so we can say things are looking up they always have Daniel House DeAnthony Melton I think the upside for the Sixers is actually pretty good But they haven't really solved their biggest issue yet, which is a roster that is constructed not to win in the playoffs. Constructed this way, where teams can throw high-quality defenders at Joel Embiid, who may or may not be healthy at that point because his usage rate is through the roof, and he's been injured every playoffs for the last four years. So the Sixers are in flux. And the funny thing is, no matter if James Harden's playing for this team or not, and also Terrence Mann, if he plays on this team, or not, not going to save them.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.